When I was a kid, we spent a lot of time watching like movies. VHS was really big when I was young. The idea that you were bringing home movies was something I was kind of born into, but to my parents and people slightly older, like this was a new idea. The concept to bring a movie home was very cutting edge. As a result, we consumed a lot of film, right? And and film kind of, for people in my generation, film established a lot of our our belief structure, our our feelings, our emotions, hell, even our values. Some people might say that that made us worse, better. I I don't really know. I still think the jury's out on it. I'm not sure there's any good established yes or no. And of these movies that I watched, not just, you know, my my legendary favorite film of all time is the Star Wars series, I'm a Return of the Jedi Kid, because it's the first movie I ever saw. But one of those movies that never quite leaves my head is a little film called The Never-Ending Story. Now, some of you have probably turned an eye to the radio and went, the what? Um, A couple of you have probably realized the the song from the recent Stranger Things promo, and that's what you know. Um, Some of you know it, some of you don't. It, It doesn't really matter. It's kind of an arbitrary thing, really. So The NeverEnding Story uh, follows a a boy at school who, because of a bunch of, of circumstances and some bullying and everything else, he ends up in the attic of the school with a book called The Never-Ending Story. He starts reading it. And as he reads it, he is exposed to the adventures of the hero Atreyu as he goes off to fight this force trying to destroy this kind of fantasy world. Um, And the boy is getting drawn into it. Right? He's getting drawn right into The Never-Ending Story. It's this big deal. And I famously love The Never-Ending Story for a couple of reasons. First off, it gets pretty dark. And and for kids' stuff to get this dark is kind of brave. Usually kids' stuff is, is kept pretty on the surface, pretty pretty level, pretty joyous. Um, but this is pretty dark. And not dark like, like again, another era with kids' stuff is to go dark, but dark with, like, you know, the Harry Potter Voldemort, like, not really that sympathetic a villain. Uh, maybe at one point in time had some sympathy, but really burned that stuff off a long time ago. Um, the villain in the never-ending story is this, this force is really normal because this is kind of just the force of, of growing up and forgetting shit. You know, this is the force of moving on. And you see this time and time again, and, and it leads into that second reason that I love this movie, which is, is the death of Artax, the horse. And if you haven't seen it, then, you know, uh, knuckle up and go watch the death of Artax, the horse, because it's probably the saddest damn moment in, in film, like, ever. And it's engineered to be that way. Artax, this beautiful white horse who's been the companion of a trade, the hero. He's wonderful, and he's sweet, and he's pretty. And he drowns to death in a swamp um, full of this disgusting-looking mud. So, yeah, they really were firing for effect with that one. But again, I love it because this is the kind of thing of life, Right? So we've been talking about 
my journey, how storytelling saved my life, which is a, a, a good story, and I'm glad it has meaning to people. But it's only a piece of a story, right? It's, it's only a piece of a story. And I kind of revisit it a little bit, and I think people wonder if I'm ever going to write a book about it, and I, I keep kind of going, I don't know. Because it's not really the story I want to stay living on, to be fair with you. But what's interesting, uh, and, and the reason I bring up this film, this never-ending story where people are going, Matt, get to the fucking point. What are you talking about? The reason I bring up the never-ending story is because, really, any moment in life is that. Like, that movie is a metaphor for life because any moment, any, any series of time, span of time in life is a never-ending story. It is. Hell, I'm not even sure it's over when you die. Right? I don't think any of us really know for certain, but I mean, if you can't prove to me that it is, then I'm going to assume that there's something else to go on to, right? Some other adventure, maybe? I mean, I don't know. See, I always think of the never-ending story. It takes me back to my childhood, and it takes me back to, to kind of the great example of never-ending stories in my life. So I have one friend that I have had for 30 years. Right, process that shit for a minute. I've had a friend for 30 years. That's a long time, Doug. It really is. I don't care who you are. That's a long time. So we've been friends for 30 years, since the fourth grade. Uh, we, we, you know, fourth, fifth grade, that era. Um, yeah, we've known each other a long damn time, dude. Um now, I'm going to go ahead and name drop her. You, you may or may not know her. I'm not going to do her full name. but uh, So my friend Kelly and I have known each other for a really, really long time. And here's what I'm always miraculously fascinated by with my relationship with Kelly. It's that it really is a never-ending story. Like, Kelly and I go decent periods of time. Now, in the era of social media, maybe a month, maybe two, maybe three or four. But we've literally gone years without regular contact with one another. Like, I think we were pen pals when we were little, and then stuff happened because you're kids, and you don't know what the hell you're really doing, and then we stopped writing for a minute. And then I ran into her at her high school years later, like my junior year or something, when I was doing God knows what. Uh, and then reconnected with her and chatted with her a little bit, and, and then we talked, and... Uh, you know, I, I sat down. I remember having a dinner with her in Columbia, Missouri, when I was some reprobate college student, um, talking to her and her new boyfriend. And then that, you know, we went apart for a little while longer. Then I got an invitation to her wedding, and I ran and surprised her at her wedding. And then I disappeared off to the abyss of the military and reappeared later via social media. The, the point here is, I always, when, when Kelly and I always split apart, we always pick up exactly where we left off. Like, there's no, oh my God, what happened to you? There's no hurt feelings. There's nothing. There is this pure ease. I know she is 100% there for me at any given time. She knows the same from me. We've been friends for 30 years. We know each other really pretty well. And it's never really over. Like, it's it's just, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah, you remember like 10 years ago when we last saw each other? I mean, we haven't physically seen each other in a while, but you know what? We will again. Like, the reality, we will see each other again. 
I guess in a way you could call Kelly like the first connection if you really wanted to be technical. I guess she was the one that kind of, in addition to like Mike O'Donoghue, her and, and that, that growth of time with her kind of inspired me to want to meet some more people. I don't know. But here's the thing that I want to talk about and, and, and emphasize. It's that your life is an interconnected series of never-ending stories. Like, it really is. You can pick up exactly where you left off with somebody. I'm not kidding. Like, I, I thought about what to do with this episode, because I kind of announced this before I had a solid idea, I'm not going to lie. And uh, this is about the sixth recording of it that we're going through. I, I've had problems with air conditioning in my apartment. I live in South Carolina. This has been a nightmare. But the thing that keeps flashing through to me is that, you know, Kelly and I can pick up tomorrow. We, we could literally go grab a cup of coffee downtown Charleston be fine. I could go to Missouri Visitor and be fine. Be like, no time ever passed. Isn't that cool? It doesn't have to be unique. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can do the exact same thing. There is somebody in your life that you like or care about or have liked or cared about, and you think probably that you can't talk to them because it's been oh so long, and that shit, time has just created some uncrossable divide. But you totally can. Yes, you absolutely can. Like, you'd be amazed. Sometimes those people see you more clearly than you think you see yourself. I'm convinced Kelly knows my future. I, I really am. Like, I think she knows it and just isn't telling me. Because God knows she's always seen something in me. And uh, I don't know that I always have seen that same thing in myself. So think about your never-ending stories, right? The relationships that build your life. The stories with people that you make out there. And, and the fact that... Okay, so you didn't talk to Billy or Susie or Sally or Taekwon or Regina or insert name here. I could go on for a while. I'm a playwright by trade and character names are kind of a thing for me. So you haven't talked to them in a while. Big shit. Talk to them now. Pick up the phone and just pick it up like nothing ever stopped. Like you just paused right there and you're just going to pick it right up. Like seriously. That is the most amazing thing. It's the most amazing gift that I share with my friend Kelly. It really, really is. It's always going to be the special bond between her and I. The idea that we can just pick shit up like no time has passed. Like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah, coffee? Cool, let's go. And, and just get right back into it. Without missing a beat. And you know what? You can do the same thing. So these last couple of weeks, I've talked a lot about suicide, and I've talked a lot about uh, the loss of a mentor and everything else, but now I wanted to, to kind of wrap that series up by telling you that we all know that life continues on, but here's the best part. It's not just, oh, I told my story, and now life has gone on, and I'm off to new heights. It's that you can always pick up the old stuff, too. I find relationships, when they're really solid, are a lot like books. I've read my favorite books dozens of times. You can too. You can just get back there and reconnect with someone in your life. 
You'd be surprised. No time maybe has passed if you really get down to it. See, when you think about it, time is a creation of the mind. It's a perception issue. The heart has no idea what the hell it is. Just a thought. Something to think about. Alright. Well, that's it this week for Adventures in Storytelling. I'm going to let you all get out there because you've listened to a lot of my story and I thank you for it and feel free to share. Uh, we're going to pivot our story a little bit starting next week. So uh, share this episode, share the past episodes. I've gotten some great feedback on how storytelling saved my life. It's had a lot of meaning to a lot of people. Um, but but join us next week. We're going to start a new kind of take on this entire podcast. The whole thing's probably going to shift. So um, yeah, come on back and we'll, we'll share a little bit more adventures and storytelling or whatever. You never know. You may come back next week and I have a French cooking podcast. It would not be beyond the scope of shit that I would do. All right, everybody. So get out there and, and reconnect with someone. Find that never ending story. Okay. Uh, Kelly, if you're listening to this, love you. And I know that Things are going to be good for you. Uh, miss you. Can't wait to reconnect. To the rest of you, go find that friend that you could pick stuff up with. Stop being stubborn. Just go do it. Go right now. Put a, Why are you still here? Go. Get out of here. Seriously. I'll talk to you all next week. Go find that friend. All right. This is Matt Hampton for Adventures in Storytelling. I'll talk to you all later.